Hello everyone and welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast. This week, we're taking inspiration from the USA to get grateful about video games, hosting our own Thanksgiving to say a big old thank you to our favourites. Expect arguments over what PlayStation shape each host is, a couple of thoughtful answers, and some green bean discoveries. Thank you! Hello everybody, welcome to PlayStation Access, the official podcast of PlayStation UK, where this week we're taking a trip across the pond. Oh. I say UK, but it's UK. Literally. And US. We're going on a trip. Yeah. In our minds. Did I need to bring... Oh. Oh. It's always in the minds, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Always in the minds. To be fair, it's more fun in the minds sometimes, isn't it? Who knows where you're going to go? (laughs) Trips abroad are always better in person (laughs) than in the mind. It saves nine hours of a plane ride. It's true, yeah. Flights can be tedious. But we're heading over there because this week, I believe the little American fairy told me that it's been Thanksgiving. Yay! Oh! I figured we could talk about stuff that we're thankful for. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> End the podcast. <laughs> this is how far I've run out of ideas. So thanks, y'all, for your inspiration. I have given you some Thanksgiving food names this this week because Ooh. I figured to keep it on theme and to keep Ooh. it delicious, we'd go for food because that's a classic staple of Thanksgiving. Now, if you're very British and you don't know what Thanksgiving is, I assume you do because we've all seen a lot of friends. Uh, it's it's the, it's where people sit around and eat, eat turkey and say thank you. It's like pre Christmas. Yeah, it's yeah. just like Christmas. It's like preview Christmas. Yeah. One, I don't think we really get it. Yeah, like I said, I just yeah, I've got the kind of friends yeah. version and movies version of what it is. It's just, just a that, nice, just a good meal. It's the day yeah. where they say thank you for all the things I've got before yeah. they all go out and buy loads of new things yes. very cheaply. Yes, I like for the that. Holidays, yeah. I love I love that Black Friday and Cyber Monday have come over here. Anyway, yeah. the names so easy peasy for me. Mash potato. Yeah, that was easy. Mash potato. Yeah, but you can't have a, 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 a Thanksgiving dinner without the main event, which is the bird. So we've got a roasty turkey. Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to say about the turkey. I'm a roasty turkey. <laughs> oh, and good. another another classic which I found from googling extensively. Yeah. is that <laughs> green beans are used in lo- used okay in lots of dishes. Yeah, so we're going to have a, a green bean casserole. He knew it was going to be bad. It could have been a grob bob casserole. (laughs) (laughs) Why does why does it have to be green bean? Just any any casserole, surely. Well, maybe. Well, we don't know. It could be a a Thanksgiving tradition that is specifically green. Ash did the extensive googling. I did. We have to take her word for it. We needed some green beans in, and you were the casserole. We have to take her word on this. Yes, and to finish it all off, what goes on top? The jug of Davy. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking gravy. How have you linked that with Dave? <laughs> and then oh, there you go. Davy, there it was. Right there. That's me. And what a delicious treat we all make together. <laughs> I bring Yay! you all together. What flavour Davy would you like to be? Oh, what flavours are there? I, I thought know. I'd have to be roasty turkey. <laughs> Flavour. <laughs> we know, like, you know, onion and sage. Yeah. Or Wait, wait. It's sage and onion, not onion and sage. She's right. That was You've got weird. to accept that, Rob. That was weird. That's true. I didn't like no that. No one's ever said onion and sage. Why? 
<laughs> it's just one of the unwritten rules of English yeah. speaking we have. There's an order to things. We don't know why it's the order. Yeah. It just is. It just sounds nice. Yeah. Moving on from that travesty. <laughs> yeah, Let me give you Keep a preview of what we're going to talk about in this week's podcast. So we're going to have a main feature and it's going to be games that we're thankful for and to. It's basically a lovely little recap of stuff that we're like hell yeah thanks games <laughs> it's just a nice episode for nice things so let's let's go uh, gonna- <laughs> I love that you're already like stop being me just enjoy the episode <laughs> you've heard people going I don't get it what's this like you're just you'll like it trust it you'll like it'll it be good. you're it'll gonna be good. love it it'll be fun it'll be fine <laughs> just stick with it we then got comments of the week which are community highlights from the hashtag pod squad pod squad and then gonna go to before we go which is some coverage outside of gaming to prove we are real life flesh people before we go Oh my god! Uh, We're obviously going to go today for the TV listings on that one, and then we have to start off with the beginning. I say, and then it's a time loop because I'm coming back around, and then the beginning, which is happening now, which is what's new. So, what is new, everyone? It's new that we've got everybody in a podcast. It's been a while. It's the first fun. time we're together. Yeah, I it's mean, been a while. we couldn't have our delicious Thanksgiving dinner meal pun names if all four of us weren't here. Exactly. No, where would we be without green bean casserole? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving would be ruined. It's definitely the dish we could all do without. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got the potato, the meat, and the gravy. Yeah. <laughs> and the green beans. Just on the plate because they have to be. Yeah, there. just pushed around, yeah. around the You're side. You're the lovely nutrition. You're the healthy, yeah. the healthiest I mean, part. You did not see these green beans. They were not nutritious. Oh, really? They were like crispy, covered in buttery, crisp, buttery goodness. Covered in what? Butter, buttery, good, buttery, buttery. <laughs> I said buttery, <laughs> and then added goodness to make it sound like I wasn't a complete idiot. Oh, it's <laughs> covered in buttery. Uh, they, they like, like, well, looked like deep fried, like crispy, oh, crunchy. Wow. It looked really good. Honestly, you're going to get so many people in the comments being like green bean. King Rob and <laughs> to be fair, my impression of a Thanksgiving, and again, as this as a as someone who doesn't hasn't ever done one, is that there isn't anything healthy on that plate. No, yeah, and that's why it's partly why it's amazing. And it should be like all orange. It's and just beige. all like like British tapas, where it's like you know chicken nuggets, smiley faces, um, sausage rolls, sausage rolls. Yeah, all the beige. Well, I thought it was just like I thought it was just like Christmas dinner. Yeah, again, yeah, but it is, but like. Even less healthy. Yeah. I mean, a Christmas dinner isn't that What's healthy. What's unhealthy about a Christmas dinner? Well, you can make it more unhealthy. For example, Potatoes, you could have, let's turkey, say you have cauliflower. Vegetables. Throw that away. Cauliflower cheese. Yeah. Man's, Boom. You've you got green beans. Throw them away. Deep fried green beans. Yeah. That's how you do it. You take the healthy things. You amplify. You cover them in other things You've that aren't so healthy. You've got to make them delicious. Covered yeah. in buttery. Yeah. Like. Covered in buttery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if you have a Christmas dinner, if you're just having, if you're just having boiled vegetables and meat, oh, I pity the man. I pity the man. Yeah. I pity. I pity. She does. But I, I'm sure you're not. I'm not what? You've got a loads of Davy all over it anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's me. It was a gravy. gravy. <laughs> Are you okay, Rob? You yeah, lost. I don't know. What's everyone looking at me for? Because <laughs> we're having a conversation with you. <laughs> Old Uncle Rob. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Thanksgiving. (laughs) Kids, what are you doing? Right. So for our recent releases in What's New, Dredge, the Pale Reach DLC, (gasps) came out. What? On the 16th of November, which is, I shall reveal, the 
time we're actually recording You're this. supposed to tell me this sooner, Ash. It come came, on. It came out two hours ago. Oh, my God. It's all right. Have I got, you played it yet? No, I got the code, though. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> the one um, code? Yeah, don't worry. There will be more. But I, uh, yes, I've, I've picked it up and, and got it sorted, but I haven't been home to play it yet because it's yes. just been today. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm so, so excited to jump into it. Obviously, everyone will have had a week with it by the to time this To dive into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice one. But I don't want to dive into it because I think that would mean that my little man in this fishing boat is dead, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. avoid that one. Yeah. But um, the Pale Reach is basically like ice fishing and a snowy new climb that you can Ooh. go to. So there was some really interesting bits in the trailer. It was a very short trailer, which I love because Dredge is all about the mystery, the magic of a Lovecraftian fishing simulator. And we haven't seen any... <laughs> I know it is, but I was like... <laughs> <laughs> What? That just the pitch. Like you said it you said it like it's a well-known like a, genre. Like a lower third. Yeah. <laughs> What's the genre? The yes. craft of fishing simulator. Yeah, it's a Lovecraftian <laughs> uh, fishing simulator. That well-known genre, like it's an overcrowded top 10 market. Lovecraftian uh, fishing simulator uh, on PS5. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's the next top ten we're doing. <laughs> That's too much choice, really. Okay. I, I just I love dredge. I've been like a uh, a uh, uh, dredge obsessive a dredge head uh, I, I know you have as well Dave that you love it but like I feel like it's just been special to me if I'm thankful for anything this year it's dredge <laughs> uh, like it's just been it's, I felt like it's really special I'm really excited that it's getting more DLC so soon and that it's a completely different climb than what we've had recently um, previously I should say rather than recently and that it has so many new things in it so there was like these frozen people that you were talking to like in ice cubes Ooh. who were like watch out don't crack it <laughs> don't do what I did <laughs> <laughs> and then like in the boat you could see um, fish different fish to be caught obviously because it's a new area with a new type of hook that you need an ice hook um, but there were like frozen blocks of ice in there as well and there's just interesting things that you could you could pick up and new like creatures that come after you when you get a bit too scared and insane in the dead of night so there was like a big yeti looking thing that was jumping at oh. the boat which is really exciting so I am so happy to jump into this. You know what? I, uh, if I remember to do this, I will be amazed. But I will post a small comment in the YouTube video saying, I really liked it. <laughs> and a Just in that tonality yeah. as well. Just all lowercase. Yeah. I, I really, really liked, liked it. it. And a reason why. So uh, you can see that in the YouTube comment as well when, uh, when I've had my hands on it. Because it will be out by the time this gets published. The next thing that has come out recently, also on the 16th of November, is Power Wash Simulator Back to the Future Special Pack DLC. Yay! I love that Power Wash Simulator does this. Yeah. I yeah. love it. It's so good. And I love... I love Back to the Future. Mm. It's so like just, one of my favourite. Cleaning movies. the DeLorean in it. There's five different areas that you get to clean, which is Doc Brown's van, the time machine, the Hill Valley Clock Tower, the, the Holomax Theatre, and Doc's time train as well. So we're going Back to the Future oh. three up in here. It's all yeah, all the movies taken yeah. care of. But yeah, the DeLorean is obviously the one that you're going to be wanting to clean. Um, it, I think the Clock Tower would be nice. To yeah. be honest, I wouldn't want to get hit by lightning though. No, well, that's cleaning. a good point. I wouldn't do it during a storm. See, I was thinking the train. Immediately, the train's one that I was just like... Dusty. I, yeah, dusty. And also, I, I think Back to the Future 3 is a fun film, so I'm always... It is a fun it's, film. It's a fun film. It's, it's a, a time-travelling train. Like, so... <laughs> need I say anymore? Need I say anymore? We've already got the DeLorean. Now we've got a Wild West train. So, I, yeah. that, I mean, obviously, the DeLorean's the, the easy pickings there for, like, I can't wait to clean this. But I think the train, I'm quite excited for the train. Yeah, you're going to get all in the... The, the wheels and, and spokes is it spokes on a train wheel yeah I think so are you going to clean the, the, the steam are you fuselage? trying to do train bits uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> the coupling I like this keep, keep yeah. on going are you going to clean 
the grill on the front. Oh, yeah, 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 that's good. Are you going to clean the um, window? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're going to clean it all, Ash. Yeah. Please stop asking. We're gonna, obviously, the, everything that is the yeah. train, we're going to clean it. Uh, but just That's made me think also that it would be great if Red Dead Redemption 2 did a bit of... Uh, Train cleaning. Back to the Future DLC. Oh, Wouldn't that be good? I love you. Oh, Back Brown to the Future DLC. You can see a doc, doc Brown's in it oh. and uh, Clara, Clara. Clara. Yeah, Clara. The teacher. It does and sound like the kind of Easter egg that they would put in yeah. the game somewhere. A time traveling train. Just a mad time traveling professor just turns up somewhere with wild hair. Yeah. Yeah. And then disappears. Yeah. But Power, Power Wash Sims done it first. So they well have, played. They have, so you can all get cleaning and scrubbing on all sorts of, I don't know why I said it uh, like that. Machinery. <laughs> you get cleaning and scrubbing on all sorts of Back to the Future goodies. <laughs> also out um, recently, so very recently for us in the past, PlayStation Portal has just oh, come yeah. out as well. So there's we, one in the office. I'm just, I turned to look at it. Like, <laughs> see it right no, now. Yeah, it is. Would you say anything, sir? But, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any comments? But yeah, that's uh, a gorgeous little streaming device that has dual sense like controller on either side. It's great. It's so lightweight as well. We've been playing with it ever. Rosie, you've been covering it mostly, haven't you? You've been lying I've, on the I've been the model. I've been the model for it. Yeah. So I've been the one who's been hooking it up and trying all sorts of different sofa poses like <laughs> using it honestly we did the short and we were just like how many poses can we be on a sofa to show how you could just play this new handheld, handheld I saw device? I enjoyed that bit I yeah. was like yeah, wait you really good. did commit to that you yeah. did like about six different poses yeah. I don't know how you thought of them all <laughs> I'm very tempted to borrow it no, <laughs> no. for a while for extensive research purposes it's important for us borrow. to understand all of PlayStation's hardware and I think I should borrow it to make sure I really understand PlayStation Portal. You just well, we've made a video so you can understand it, Dave. So you just watch that. Yeah, I've watched that, and it made me think. I really, <laughs> I should, take, I should make an expert guide to PlayStation Portal. So I'm just going to borrow it from it. Just from uh, you, it. you just want to play it on the toilet relentlessly. That's what it is. <laughs> Please don't say relentlessly. relentlessly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would try it in all the rooms of my house. Yes, one okay. of which would include the bathroom, Ash. You are correct. <laughs> you could just say having a bath, but you're like, no, definitely the bath. <laughs> I did that at the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well. You... Maybe not the shower. I wouldn't try it in the shower. Would you try it in your garden, Rob, with an adventure poo? <laughs> what? <laughs> Camping. As I pictured this nice just garden setting, like maybe having a hammock with it, and then you just had to put in the nature poo. Well, that's, what, that's what Rob's known for. I don't do it in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> just when you can't get out on a big hike, you're like, right, let's go. Only public land. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only place he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> the silent shake of the head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's a little roundup of what's come out recently. It's been some chunky DLCs and a new piece of hardware, which is a short but sweet roundup before we move on to our main features. So let's go and head on over there. <laughs> All right, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thanks. I think that's what they do. Oh, I guess. oh happy yeah. Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, I really don't know anything about it besides that there's loads of delicious food. So uh, People argue. Yeah. Like my only experience <laughs> of Thanksgiving is through watching television programs. Yeah. yeah. And there's always a big drama. Like yeah. someone can't come yeah. or someone's invited and they show up late. Has anyone food? watched The Bear yet? I recommended The Bear. No. Great Thanksgiving episode. No. Really good. Oh, but okay. he's right. Lots of arguments. Oh, is that because they're all chefs, though? 
No, there's only one chef. Oh, but he's arguing. But but he's not cooking. His mum's cooking. Oh, oh, and they argue. Everybody argues. Oh. Lots of arguing. But it's. I think the arguments come from a good place, don't they? Do they? I don't know. Isn't it like... I don't know what the argument we is. We love like. each other. They all sit down and they realise, oh, sorry for arguing. Yeah. I'm really thankful that you're my brother. Ooh. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> Someone's been watching the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> right. So I wanted to base this kind of around a thankful premise off of the back of Thanksgiving, um, which I thought would just be an interesting way of us talking about kind of games that have shaped us or changed us or had like a big impact on our life. So I've got some massive questions for you in this one. Oh, it's just goodness. an idle bit of soul searching. So okay. <laughs> yeah, just bear your soul. <laughs> yeah. So I think I thought it'd be a first one that, you know, we can easily all just be like, thanks game is what was the game that got you into gaming? What was the one that like started you off? Huh? Well, <laughs> well, I always say I've got I've got the big four, which I said uh, one. I know. Really I know. I've got. I've well, let got me just give a shout four. out to Bloodborne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one game. Well, if it's going to be the one, it's going to be the first game I ever played if from memory, and that is Crash Bandicoot uh, Three Warped. No, um, that is a good game. It's, it's it's hard to say when you've like you know literally your earliest memories are with the PlayStation One. Mm. Like literally, I don't know a time where I haven't been with a PlayStation console. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's right, there's one in here right now. So, uh, she's always right got now. one nearby. <laughs> All the time. She can never be more than four metres from a PlayStation. That's Rosie like. is like spiders with PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> like they're <looking> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I would probably have to, I would have to say Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. Yeah, what are the other three out of, out of interest? <laughs> out of interest. So the other, yeah, it was like the four, which can I say were the first one. Yeah. Oh, you can don't we, you we can guess. We all do a rosy guess. Okay. Yeah. You can start. Parappa the Rapper. Oh, I was going to say No, that. that wasn't one of the first games oh. I played. Oh, well, we've got a loser. Oh, wow. right, okay. Well, it wasn't the first games that you played. It was the games that got you into gaming. Yeah, but these clear. four games were the first I played, so they got me into gaming. Right, okay. Parappa the Rapper <laughs> I've just loved ever since I've been introduced to Parappa on the PS1 demo. Okay. But it didn't introduce me to gaming. Oh. I, I think I've got one, because I know that you love her, and she's been, been around what, Lara Croft. Tomb Raider 1, yeah, yeah. that's one of them. <laughs> Jungle Book Groove Party. Oh, that's a great shout, but that came later down the Damn. line, sadly. Okay, we've got two a, more. I love that game. More. So, uh, oh my goodness, what about... What? Oddworld, um, Abe's Odyssey. Another great shout, and that might pop up later on Whoa. in a conversation. Oh. Somebody's read my blog. <laughs> 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 okay, what about uh, Gitaru Man? <laughs> that was on PlayStation 2. <laughs> 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 But Just I appreciate that you brought it back to the podcast. Put us out of our misery, Rosie. What were they? Okay. Spyro 3, Year of the Dragon. Oh, Spyro. And Tekken 2. Oh, okay. Uh, those are the, those are the four those. PS1 games that I first played. And so that's why I say the four of those got me into gaming. That's, we we could have got those, I reckon. We could have. We could have got Spyro have. for sure. Yeah. Because Crash and Spyro go together like jam and... Peanut butter. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, like a, and a little American yeah. nod there. Nice. PB and J, they yeah. might yeah, say. Yeah, they call it jelly instead of jam. They do, yeah, that's true. Oh, excuse me. Oh, Still J, though. Jelly. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can edit that in over the top. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Dave, what about you? What was the game that got you into gaming that you're thankful for? Um, I, well, a bit like Rosie. I don't know. I, I feel like I was, I've always just been interested in gaming. I can remember as a very young boy just meeting other kids and just being like, 
Do you have a computer? <laughs> can I come and play? Can I come can to I your play, house? Can I come and play games at your house? Got any you got games, games on your phone? You got any games? Um, like, and this obviously this was pre PlayStation. I actually I am older than the than the PlayStation. I just oh. I got to say it now. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just was always for some reason interested in video games. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. My I didn't have, have any brothers or sisters. My parents weren't into video games. I don't know where it came from. Maybe from like movies or pop culture or something. I was seeing video games, but uh, and my my real answer probably the one that really uh, I remember the most being obsessed with, and it is pre PlayStation, was Sonic the Hedgehog. And I've talked about this before. Like just in the UK, we had like Curry's and Sweb and um, yeah Sweb I've never heard of Sweb it might have been a South I think it was Southwest Electronics Uh, something or other and um, Boutique it might have been yeah and business they would have you know you'd go in and there'd be like loads of (laughs) TVs and whatever and they would always have like a little this was obviously the Mega Drive they'd have the Mega Drive set up and I would stand and just watch all the other kids who got there first playing Sonic whilst my parents went and shopped for a fridge or something I don't know and just like (laughs) I was just like oh my god I can't I desperately want to play and um, so yeah it was Sonic the Hedgehog that, uh, and then I did eventually get a Mega Drive and I played Sonic so much I loved Sonic um, and and that really got me into I guess like then I became sort of obsessed with gaming and I knew that this was something that I loved when I was able to game for myself for the first time um, so that is that's my true answer weirdly it's, it's probably Sonic the Hedgehog but it, yeah. it's I don't have a massive affinity with Sonic the character but that game like I do love mm. and it was so it's so vibrant I love the music the speed um, I do love like Sonic like he's got so much attitude somehow for for a hedgehog that didn't speak at that time or anything and it's just like I don't know it's just great design his little tappy foot yeah it's, it's that finger foot. waggle mm-hmm. like yeah. It's that. yeah it's the finger wag it's very <laughs> the pair, good you pair, like, deep, deep, no, no, no. <laughs> no 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 and it is crazy just thinking like <laughs> Rosie was angling for a thumbnail there <laughs> <laughs> hang on hang on <laughs> <laughs> and it is crazy just thinking that that you know for me was probably the sort of the start point of this whole whole thing and just you know just just crazy just crazy how far games have come and thinking back to my first big important gaming experience yeah oh that's really nice dave and what do you say to sonic do i have to yeah oh i don't know about that a bit weird (laughs) thanks sonic (laughs) wait rosie didn't say thanks oh she would say thanks no problem thanks crash (laughs) (laughs) thank you crash bandicoot (laughs) rob what about you who are you saying thank you to um, I probably would have to say thank you to Solid Snake and Metal Gear Solid. It wasn't the first game I played, but it was the first game I think that probably turned me into a video game obsessive. Um, I too remember playing Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. Mm. Uh, it was one of the games I got very early on after getting my PlayStation um, and playing that quite a lot. Uh but I never played it to the to the extent where I just thought about it every single second of the day, which is what <laughs> happened when I played Metal Gear Solid. Uh, my PlayStation was at my dad's house and I only went to see my dad on a Sunday. So I would play Metal Gear Solid for as much time as he would allow on a Sunday. And then all the rest of the week, I would just be there thinking about Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I was not very good at it when I first played it. So it took me a long time to get through the game. Um, and I would just play 
everything I'd done so far in my head as I was going to sleep, like the the game would play like a movie in my mind as mm. I went to sleep every night. And I was like, oh, I've done this. And and every week the movie would just get slightly longer and slightly longer and slightly longer as I got further and further and further through the game. Um, and it was just, yeah, it consumed my every waking thought and then also my sleeping thoughts as well because I was thinking about it so much I would dream about Metal Gear Solid. Um, so that was that was the game that really got me obsessed with gaming, I think. Um, but like Dave, I've always, for some reason, been drawn to video games and I can't, couldn't really tell you why. Uh, my parents, again, never owned games consoles, weren't into games, so I wasn't introduced to games by any of them. Um, yeah, there was just, I guess, just a, a natural urge within me to play video games for some reason um but yeah Metal Gear Solid the one that, that really turned a fleeting urge into something I became very very passionate about and what do you say to Solid Snake I've already said thank you to Solid Snake <laughs> <laughs> God, that was like you know your nan saying who do you say thank you to and then the grandchild it's like having a far when you have to phone on Christmas oh god Uncle Stephen's on the phone oh, oh I hate it so I've already much. said hello to Uncle Stephen yeah <laughs> I just thanks for my socks I'm, I'm waiting to be on the other end of that oh, conversation what? soon yeah. when, making your daughter be like when my young nephews um, what do you and like, here's Uncle Rob on the phone. Because I don't want to be on the other end of the conversation either. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Oh, Hi, yeah. Uncle Rob. <laughs> thank you for the Hot Wheels set. And then you have to think of something to ask them like you care. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Solid Snake. <laughs> See, that was me as a kid. Whenever someone said, like, oh, it's so-and-so on the phone. I was like, yeah, give me the phone, give me the phone. <laughs> I want to tell everyone about the thing that they've just gifted me. <laughs> I, uh, I am... Um, Thankful to Scooby Doo. <laughs> really, Mr. Scooby McDoo. Scooby Doo in the um, cyber chat. Mr. Scooby McDoo is uh, a little-known Scottish version of Scooby Doo that I think I have. Like, I don't know if it's a, a, a Mandala effect. Mandela effect. I don't know how to say it. Ah, I don't know if I've imagined him or if he is real. But I remember a white dog called Scooby McDoo, who was who was Scooby's Scottish cousin. Anyway. <laughs> I remember there being another dog wow. apart from Scooby and Scrappy. Yeah, and he, and he, and he, he wore... he wore um, A red sort of thing on his head. Yeah, but he, you know, like the classic Scottish hat that's yeah, like... like uh, tartan. T- tartan with a little... Oh, I don't remember on. this uh-huh. character. Yeah, and he was Scooby McDo and he lived in a castle. Um, but nobody else remembers him. No, I don't uh, remember What's them. this got to do with video games? Because uh, my favourite is <laughs> Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. Yeah. I don't know that game. It's Scooby-Doo, right? Yeah. In the Cyber Chase, which was a film that came out as well. So it was like a movie tie-in. Oh, wow. Um, and it was a PS1 game. And it was one of the... I loved Scooby-Doo growing up, which I also probably should credit for making me spooky. I was going to say, like, is there a link there? Probably. Yeah. Like, a, probably an un-as-yet... Un filtered link about scooby-doo and horror movies but i i loved scooby-doo and i feel very strongly about it now even still yeah and um scooby-doo and the cyber chase was this movie tie-in that you could play where you had to run and it's like a platforming game rosie's nodding because she knows it as well. i know well, no i had the vhs of it so i knew the film and i always saw the trailer for the yeah. video game and i always wanted to play the video game because i really liked the film yeah. uh, but it was like something we could never find in like our local shops. Really? yeah so we never found the video game it's only been in recent years when i found it in a retro store and i was like oh. i'm gonna buy scooby-doo and the cyber chase I was, finally i can play it i was gonna be like you must you simply must borrow it 20 plus years <laughs> later 
I can play it. <laughs> it is it is good. It's uh, and all the Scooby Doo games are good. My favorite Scooby Doo game is Scooby Doo Night of a Hundred Frights, which I probably have replayed way too many times. Um, anyway. I love that one so much because it was kind of like, it was kind of the crossover medium between films and games. Like I was already into games because my dad brought me up with them. I would always see him playing them and we'd play stuff together like X-Men and Baldur's Gate and all that sort of stuff. I was a PS2 baby. Like uh, I kind of became a bit in- more interested as I was a, as a little bit older. Like, you know, uh, I know you were you were PlayStation from birth. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and it went, wow, wow. <laughs> Whereas I had a brief flirtation with ponies and Barbies for a while and then was like, but games? What about <laughs> Barbie games? Uh, I, those hands together. I also used to play on our computer um, Egbert, if you guys remember Egbert. The name rings a bell. And Crayola Paint and Play Pony, which I've bought up more than once like in running office. I don't know why I talk about Crayola Paint and Play Pony so much, but I do. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the, the Scooby-Doo was the one that I remember most vividly because I remember going to a birthday party in primary school and someone had Scooby-Doo in the cyber chase on as like the entertainment for the evening, like the game, and people would take it in turns trying to go through all the different levels in all the different parts of the world that you'd go through with this like cyber ghost chasing after you. It was just really wholesome, like a proper one. And that that was like my my memory, you know what I mean? I've got so many with my dad that I remember playing games with him with and going <clears> through the co-op um, versions of, but that one was like my game. And I also think that obviously years and years later, Mass Effect 2 was the one that reintroduced me to how much I like games and liked just sitting on my own and playing things um because i just I, I just played that so much and loved it so much and all the characters and it meant so much to me uh they still do now you know what i mean so those would be the 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 kind of the double prong there but they're quite distant in in years how did you kind of rediscover game is as much as like what about mass effect did someone recommend it to you yeah my dad oh right no way uh i think it's because i used to i used to do so much for my dad and then when i became a teenager i was going to school and i started learning guitar and i basically just became a bit more busy and like just i didn't hang out with my dad as much and then he was still playing stuff and recommended me some games that he was playing um and then then we just fell back into it you know what i mean like i played mass effect we were talking about it we'd always talk about games and different stuff that was going on but that was the one and also my friends at school started getting into like bioware games as well so we talk about dragon age all the time and that kind of like that was like a moment for games to become a little bit more ingrained in our friendship group because i had one friend who was the mega gamer who made us play board games all the time um which was amazing love that and um he was obsessed with video games and became like a video game journalist like before he'd even gotten to uni like he was he's so impressive all the stuff that he's done um but yeah, that was that was kind of like the reintroduction with my friends as well because we both talked about that and then it kind of spread around the group. So it was nice. Oh, what That's a lovely cool. story. <laughs> oh yeah, I have to ask the rest, don't I? So my next question, I figured, because we're all in quite a unique and privileged position of working in the games industry. Rob, I know you've spoke about this previously. Um, what is the game that got you into the games industry as well? What made you realise that this was more than just like, you know, a really fun hobby, but like you could do it day in day out as a job as well i don't think there was a a game that maybe i mean like uh, like i said i've always loved gaming and so like it was just like a weird it was just like a it felt like a pipe dream to be able to work in the industry it was just something i've always would love to have done and and didn't know how i'd do it or or go about it but so i don't think there's a specific game that made me kind of like realize well i actually you know i have something 
to contribute. I still don't know if I have something to contribute. I'm just here. You, <laughs> you do. People on the internet tell me to stop We're contributing all the time. We're <laughs> thankful today. Fan favourite day. But I can tell you what literally got me into the games industry, which was um, Batman Arkham City. Mm. Because when I applied for the job to work with uh, Nath and Rob, not on PlayStation Access, this was before PlayStation Access, I had to edit a video of Batman Arkham City, an interview with um, one of the devs on Batman Arkham City. And so uh, I just spent, I I was working in London at the time, sleeping on someone's couch, a friend, I should say, not just someone, (laughs) (laughs) a friend's couch. And I'd applied for this job and I thought I had no chance of getting it. And um, typically like, Got, had an email at like four o'clock or something. It was probably earlier than that. Let's say one o'clock saying like, you've got through to the first round. We want you to edit this video. We needed to send it back no later than like 6 p.m. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I was living in, in London, as I said, sleeping on someone's couch and doing a job. And I was like, I emailed them back and I was like, I've got a, I've got a job and I'm not at home. Like I've only got this old laptop. Is there any way I can have an extension or anything? And they were like, no, <laughs> no, just you've got to get it back. Um, and I had this very stressful night. I was, I was working in London for about six weeks in this little block doing this job. And it was the only time ever that the tube let me down. I left work at six o'clock and the tubes were just not working. And I didn't know London very well. I didn't know how to get back to my friend's house, except on the route I knew. I ended up taking three hours to get back. There was no Uber or anything at this time. And the roads were all chocker because the tubes were all messed up. So uh, I worked through the night from 9pm until I think 4am. And then I was too tired, went to sleep, woke up at seven and worked until like 9am when I had to leave to get to work and on on this Batman Arkham City interview so it has this really weird place in my brain and there was a particular trailer that we got sent to use and it had this bit of music uh, by The Heavy so if you know that Bands, you'll know that trailer and anytime I hear that music it takes me back to that <laughs> night like, ah! <laughs> like, it's a really cool track as well um, and the heavy are actually from Bath which is strange which is where we now work and where the job was um, and so yeah that, I mean that game literally got me in in as much as I that was the little video that I made to kind of show my skills and what I could contribute but uh, and as such like then I got the job and then we covered Batman Arkham City when it came out. So it's got this weird little kind of place in my heart as um, slightly in my heart, slightly in my nightmares, because that was a really nightmarish evening trying to get that thing done. But it all worked out for the best. I would like to clarify that it was not me and Nath <laughs> who were like, no, you can't have oh, an extension. Uh, no, it wasn't. Just to clarify. That's true. That's right. I wouldn't like to. We're really nice. It was, some, it was, other, it was other people who interviewed me. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I love that thought. I love it. I like how Rob sat there the whole time thinking, they're going to think wrongly they're gonna, of me. They're going to think <laughs> I, we're awful. Yeah. No, it wasn't It wasn't Nathan Rob. That's very true. But yeah, that's what happened. So that's, that literally got me into the industry. Nice. That's a good one. That's a, like a, a proper... I can imagine you just loving and also hating it as well like that game now it's so yeah, singed it into your memory so from that evening it was so stressful that evening it was so stressful and you know like I wanted it so badly and I was so tired and I was like I thought I can do better than this but I'm so tired <laughs> and like I, there was no way around it I don't know it all worked out for the best somehow so that's good but yeah it's um, and uh, what an amazing game as well it turned out to be a really fantastic game so I'm I'm 
I'm very pleased. Woo! How about you, Rosie? For me, the game that made me want to work in the video game industry was Oddworld New and Tasty, which oh, is where no, I was right. like, oh, it's going to come back. <laughs> so it was Oddworld New and Tasty because, um, I mean, I was already very, very excited for this game's release. And this was also at a point where my brother, Kadikarus, um, he was like really kicking off with his YouTube channel and uh, Oddworld Inhabitants knew of his work and they invited him to interview Lorne Lanning. Um, but my brother needed uh, someone to help with the camera and things like that. And I was st- just started studying media studies. Um, and so I was already in the phase of like, I knew I wanted to do something in the media. Mm. Um, but so I was still finding my, my roots and figuring things out in where I want to go in life. Um, so Jim gave me this opportunity to come with him. Uh, I went, of, of course, I was like, yes, oh my God. <laughs> uh, so I went with him and just being there, meeting Lon Lanning and the rest of the Old World Inhabitants team and... Um, like they let us play a bit of new and tasty you know before the game came out and things like that and just I will never forget how fantastic it felt just being there being doing something like that and I just knew that I would just love to be able to do this for the rest of my life Mm. Um, so that's why all well new and tasty is especially very close to my heart Um, it's what started that fire of you know deciding not only do I love video games and talk about them all the time but oh my gosh I'm going to try and make a career from this as well. And then in terms of the game that actually got me into the industry, I guess that's more of a question for Robin, Dave and Nath, because it depends on which Ooh. which video you watched of mine first when I applied for, when I was talking to you about, you know, PlayStation Access Fun Times. Do you remember? I just remember watching a, a reel of you, Rosie, and you're like, what's your intro? <laughs> Whether you come from this way or that way, you've all got the juice. I was like, we need to get her on <laughs> So any of the video games I've covered, you're like, we need this girl on the channel. <laughs> I'm trying to think, Rosie, like about the skits. I can't remember, like, I just remember laughing at your skits so much, but I can't remember which game in particular you were covering yeah, in that video. Which one was the gun shoe one? That, we that was Bayonetta. Talking? That was it. We were talking about the gun shoe lady for a while. I liked that one. Yeah, because that was the uh, video I did just, you know, completely joking about the fact that Bayonetta is such a talented and beautiful lady with all these cool moves. And then in I come, like, you know, yeah. taping plastic guns to my feet and just being like, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. So maybe if that's the first video you've watched, I've got to thank Bayonetta for, <laughs> for actually getting me into the industry and things like that so well it's also nice that the first game you kind of properly covered for us i guess was was spyro reignited trilogy again that's the i was gonna say there's loads of angles for me but um yeah spyro reignited trilogy was the first official sort of coverage i did uh when i went to went with holly my first press trip which is why i've got my little spyro badge on my like you know so we won didn't you help us out freelance before that on another spyro video we made it was i remember we we were covering Spyro E3 mm. and we needed some capture of the original Spyro to make like a comparison video. Yeah, that was me. And you did some, you did some freelance <laughs> I remember that. that I remember like as soon as you guys offered that, I was immediately like, yes. So I immediately, you know, I mean, luckily the PS3 was already hooked up, um, but my copy of Spyro was actually back in my family's home. So I went on the PlayStation store because you could purchase it the PS1 version digitally on PS3 and I bought them and I was just like yes I'm going to do this I know exactly what they're after so and I remember sending them to Dan as well meeting Dan (laughs) on emails being like hi here's my footage and things like that Um, because this was also when I just moved to Bristol as well so I was just 
in my room and I remember hooking up my laptop, putting it on a chair. Wires were going all over the place just so I could <laughs> capture things. But you got it and you you said you liked it. <laughs> I'm still Honestly, you're not like still not sure. Yeah. No, I, I was very I proud of it. I do remember though getting feedback being like, oh, we were hoping that the, the panning would be slower. And I was like, I remember replying like, Back then, this was the only camera speed. <laughs> the camera would not move any slower. Again, I want to clarify, that wasn't my feedback. <laughs> I loved it. It wasn't like that. It was like, you know, just like, oh, is it possible if we could do it so it was slower? And I was like, the game won't allow me physically to do this. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, Spyro Reignited Trilogy as well. And then I guess for kind of me being more of a host... Um, I, like Um Jamalami as well because my first Tuesday checklist when I was doing work experience with you guys and you gave me the chance to um, present uh, I talked about Um Jamalami I remember so yeah. that's so I've also got Um Jamalami to thank and my first stream was Resident Evil 4 I've got so many games to be thankful <laughs> for I'm so thankful for so many things <laughs> Yaksa Like a Dragon was my first really big video on the channel oh so many games <laughs> <laughs> oh I do like that though I like I like it when you can kind of have that nostalgia tied to something that you already love and you're like and now it's extra special <laughs> oh, it's even, so many things are so special so thank you to all the games that I've just mentioned <laughs> <laughs> what about you Rob tell us the story Play it again, Sam. Well, I've, yeah, I've, I must have told this story a million times on the channel now. Uh, I played Final Fantasy Thirteen. I was going to say Final Fantasy Thirteen. I had 13. strong opinions about Final Fantasy Thirteen. I wrote a review of Final Fantasy Thirteen. I sent it into some PlayStation magazines. I made a little magazine, which also had a review of Uncharted Two and FIFA Eleven in it. Uh, and the magazine was called GMB Magazine, which stood for Give Me a Break. And I put a Kit Kat on the front of this magazine that was the cover mount yeah you could have just filtered that right down to I sent Nathan a Kit Kat that was it he was like I like this guy I'm I like this guy to I sent five people Kit Kats oh that's wow. how you do it I made, I made five editions of this magazine and sent it to various influential people yeah um but Nath was the most influential. He, he loved his Kit Kat well he did like his Kit Kat yeah so I got some work experience off the back of that uh, and that is the start of it, really. I just uh, pestered people after that work experience, got some freelance work, and then got my job as a scriptwriter on Access when it started. So, what about yeah. this, though, Rob? Because the work experience that you did, I happen to know that you worked on uh, a thing called First Play. Yeah. And I happen to know, and First Play was like a, was it weekly? It was like a weekly video it was weekly. kind of magazine It was show. a video edition of official PlayStation magazine yeah, that you could, buy you could buy on the PlayStation Network every and week. And I happen to know that the episode of First Play that Rob worked on and his work experience was the worst rated episode of First Play across <gasps> about 200 episodes. That's correct, yeah. And what game was in the episode? Do you remember what you worked on? I worked episode? on a little a little Big Planet segment. No way! Yeah. That's cool. So the first oh. little Big Planet came out. They were, they were in like quite stressed out like oh we need to do this little big planet segment and i was just like oh, I'll, I'll try and like do you know little big planet i was like yeah it's like can you video edit yeah so i think they were like oh god okay <laughs> they just gave me to do um yeah i think i made a joke about granddad's liking mint imperials or something like that um <laughs> I, I maintain that my little big planet section was not the reason it was the lowest rated episode <laughs> no, of first well, play I, on the when PlayStation When you said little store. big planet, then I thought, oh, that's that's probably not why. I thought maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone, everyone loves that yeah. bit. Everyone loves that yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that little big planet was there to to hold you and look after you. Yeah. Thank you, Sackboy, 
for your Hessian hug. Hessian yes. hold. <laughs> are there any other games you want to shout out, or are those the main ones that you feel were your? Just because Rosie had so well, many of them. Well, because <laughs> because because Final Fantasy Thirteen is so directly responsible for mm. me doing that action, which led to me getting where I am now. Then I would I would I'd, I'd have to say that. Mm. I don't think there's you know I could list all the other uh, games that inspired me and made. I wanted to work in games media for years before mm. I actually did, and I can't think of any one game. Just yeah. just all of them. Just all of them. Was there yeah. a writer? in games media that inspired you nathan dighton many yeah i hope it wasn't nathan dighton that would really backfire it wasn't okay good (laughs) (laughs) there were many yeah i don't know if the names of any of these writers would mean anything to any of you or anyone listening to this oh still um, nice though you're just giving thanks all right uh all right (laughs) uh dan dawkins was like a big inspiration to me a former editor of psm3 magazine um who else was there? There was a guy called Steve Williams who also used to work on PSM3 but was a writer across various magazines and his stuff was just so funny. Mm. Like, I always wanted to... I remember reading his stuff thinking, oh, I'd love to be able to write something as funny as this. Yeah. That would be amazing. Um, John Blythe, another one. Just very, very, very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's those nice. would be those would be my top three. Well, thank you to those people. Yeah. And, <laughs> what uh, about what about you, Ash? Oh, the game that got me into the games industry was when I started doing journalisty things at university. I wrote for our entertainment magazine, and the very first piece I ever wrote for our entertainment magazine was like a two hundred word preview on The Witcher Three, because um, it was coming out that year. Um, so that would that would be directly the one but yeah i played the witcher 2 and knew that it would be exciting because i was like as in for me because i was like oh witcher 3 is coming out and then it totally blew my brain Mm. like (laughs) it was so good it was amazing so yeah but that little preview on like trailer footage and stuff so it was only a tiny thing but it it was i've always been super self critical and like stop myself from doing things i'm like oh i'm not good enough i don't want to do this and that was the first time i really put myself out there as well like by just going right i'm going to write for this magazine i'm going to send them my writing and that's going to be that and i eventually um became the deputy editor of that magazine where i met loads of great people made loads of friends did loads of entertainment writing and realized that like writing and and games and films and that sort of thing was was what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to be an entertainment writer and I wanted to cover horror. Like I, I kind of clocked that, like I was reading bloody disgusting all the time and was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. <laughs> um, and The Witcher 3 was the start of that. And like, that's always been such a special game to me for all the different monsters and mythology. Mm. It was just a very big mixing pot that it's a high fantasy world with loads of dark elements to it. It's just, just the stuff I really like, you know what I mean? Um, but otherwise, I'm actually not sure what game it would be that... I definitely had in my old job, I definitely had like a transitional period where I moved from our film team to our game team. But like, I can't remember what game it was that did that. I think mm. it was just because I knew, I just knew about games that like ended Something up scary, I'm sure. It must have mm-hmm. been, it must have been. It's either that or I overcooked in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the, uh, that was the one. But yeah, other than that, for PlayStation Access, the very first video I appeared in, um, besides my like reveal moment was Cake 
Cake Bash. Oh, wow. Oh, my God, was Cake Bash it your was first? Cake bash. It was Cake Bash. And I loved that game. I was going to platinum it because it was so like, ah, oh, but I didn't end up doing it because you need to play with other people. I was just trying to solo it. Like, I right. should get the platinum because <laughs> it's so special. Uh, but yeah, that was um, that was my my first PlayStation Access moment was Cake Bash. Blimey. That's fantastic, I which is the same stream because we're uh, all working from home at that point. Yes. And that's the same stream. My boyfriend dropped loads of kitchen plates and I'm the one hosting the stream. So you can just see my face at one point. Just Completely dropped whilst also hosting the stream. I thought it was Fall Guys. I have a memory of live streaming Fall Guys and that being your first stream. No, we definitely did Fall Guys as well a lot in that period, but I'm pretty sure the first ever one was was Cake Bash. Ah, Um, More like Plate Bash. Yeah. (laughs) And me and Rosie played uh, Little Hope as well in that month. Because that's when that came out. I remember lying in my my parents' back room being like, teehee, like I'm I'm streaming, (laughs) (laughs) which was which was really fun. Um, but yeah, so I, I think out of those, The Witcher 3 is definitely the main one. And then Cake Bash is my Access origin story. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, similar, similar critical acclaim yeah. for both, I think. It was yeah. great. I love that game. Um, I had loads of other questions, but you guys have all been so interesting that we've had loads of talking. So I'm going to just wrap it up with one. I'm going to pick one more question to ask you. Um, I guess... What game would you associate most closely like with yourself? Like what what if you had to pick a game that represents you and that you're like, "Hey, thanks game for getting me." What would you choose? <laughs> Cuz I think that's a really tough question. So I gave you some time to think about it. And now I want an answer. <laughs> this is the one I didn't have an answer for, I think. I knew you would say that. <laughs> I had an answer for it, but the way you've just phrased it now makes me think, "Oh god, have I misinterpreted the question?" Well, no, like if you had to define yourself by a game, what what would your answer be? I like I think that Rosie's just literally done like, "If I was a game, what game would I be?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking answer. about I a game. Yeah. I want to hear that. <laughs> Whatever you thought the question was, Rosie. Yeah, let's just let's no, hear I your kind answer. of got the right vibe, but not like as deep as the way that you were phrasing it right now was. But when I did it, I was just thinking like, oh, who am I as a person and what game is like that as well, I think. And, I'm, and this isn't, you know, just because, but I did say the Yakuza series mm. because... I can be serious and get things done when I need to, you know. When? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, if I've got to focus on a video edit and getting things done, like I can have those moments where I fully knuckle down, get in the zone, headphones on. I'm just like, right. You know, much like in the Yakuza games where you've got the main story where it's all very serious and like focused and beating people in the face with pipes. Not that part. <laughs> but it's got like that tonality to it. But then on the completely other side is the wacky, zany, funny, silly side as well. So it's like, that's the majority of me is that, which is what I think a lot of people do know the Yakuza games for, which is, you know, you see it on social media all the time, the funny gifts, the funny side quests, the side story. Well, yeah, no, the side stories, the, uh, the things you can do in it. So that's what loads of people see, but it does also have a side to it, which is like, yeah, I'm like really caring about getting things done, and <laughs> you know what I mean. She's yeah, I do know what you She's mean. You have, many, you have many layers to you, Rosie. I, d- I, like, I, I take care in my work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a good one. Like I, I remember now, I was going to say maybe we should do them for each other, but I think you've like I think you've nailed the nail. You've nailed the nail on the head. You have nailed the nail. You've ha- hammered the nail on the head. 
you have, you've hit the nail on the head. There we go. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll probably be Katamari if you just want to go for the yeah. full colourful zany route of just like, wow, this is whoa. Then it'll then yeah. Katamari. <laughs> That's Rosie. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> but like, I would associate like Yakuza with you as well, like just from mm. your championing of it on the channel. Like, yeah. I think you're a real Yakuza voice, which is really nice. Aww. Like, you know, uh, I've never played any of them, but if I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could do a better job, Rosie, to be honest. I mean, that's like... what I was like, when I was trying to say why I relate to it, I was like, I'm talking in a room of people who have not played as much Yakuza as I have. <laughs> not quite, no. But how about you, Rob? What would you pick? I, like, I think as a series, Final Fantasy would obviously be the one that hits close to home. But do you have a different answer? As a single game, Ooh. I would probably pick Death Stranding because it's a, a game about a, a quiet, serious man just walking around, listening to sad music in some nice looking places <laughs> enjoying the rain and looking at mm, looking at the hills you don't like, like the rain that much I like looking at it <laughs> and I, I like know. listening I to it I sit next to you at work and anytime it starts raining you get pretty annoyed <laughs> <laughs> that's because I know I've got to go out in it on yeah. my lunch break Yeah. whereas at home if it's raining at home I mean, everyone likes doing that, right? Everyone likes looking at the rain. If, oh, it's oh, yeah. if you don't have to be in it. I love In being Death cozy. Stranding, yeah. it's amazing when it starts raining. You build a little shelter and you just stand there. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Thank you to the rain. Yeah, yes. thank you. Thank you, to, thank the you rain. to the rain. I do like that as an answer. I do think that's... I don't know why you should care what I think, but I think that is a good <laughs> answer. And also, like, especially because, obviously, uh, it's a Hideo Kojima game and he's been an important part of your career as well I think and it's just nice yes <laughs> yeah how about you Dave uh, yeah I don't know I don't have a good answer for this I don't know how to define myself by a game I think like uh, yeah I don't know what does everyone else think Parappa the rapper the music man <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, know I don't know if I quite get the criteria but uh, I don't I don't know if I you know sort of have an affinity with anything I think well, you're the Star Wars man, is true. That's true. But like, as that's as a franchise rather than as a gaming thing. I think that you are, I think you are like a sci-fi game. Like, I don't know particularly which one because I think you're going to have a little bit more info on this than me. But like, I think you very much love puzzles and working things out. You love being goofy. You love yeah. a little laugh and a joke um, and being charismatic. But like, you also love pensive, world-breaking, massive questions that come from deeper within sci-fi genres as well so i do i do always think of of outer wilds because i, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna you're say making me wilds. think about wilds and yeah. I, I would definitely like love to have some association with that game i think it's it is almost the perfect game for me mm. because it's so about the mechanics of the game um and full of mystery and wonder and some answers some questions i just love the way the story is delivered um and the exploring I, I would definitely take that I'm glad to I wish I'd thought of that it's, it's I think I'd like to define myself as the outer wild please <laughs> it's actually just outer wild yeah I oh, love it excuse it's me it's great yeah it's I really, would really define good. you as Jurassic World Evolution <laughs> too <laughs> because you're a man who likes to be very organised and will approach a task with the best of intentions like I'm going to be and this is how this is going to be made this is how I'm going to do this and then when something goes wrong it can't be 
it becomes quite chaotic and funny. <laughs> All the dinosaurs are out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But that's often the best bit. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the best bit. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Rob's also right. That's a deep Another cut. very real answer. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, look, you gave us these questions. You're like, think about the answers I, to yeah. these. So I did. He did. I, I did want a serious answer. So uh, thank you for, for delivering on them. But what's them. your serious yeah, go answer, on, Ash. Rash? Um, oh, <laughs> 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 I genuinely, I don't know. I think, I think, I think. Madison. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a scared little boy going, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> Pictures. <laughs> Let me take some photos. Um, I, I'm drawn to games that I've played very recently because they're the ones that stick with me the most. Um, Last of Us Part 2 has always been a massive, massive one in in me, but I think it's way too serious for who I am as a person. I think Baldur's Gate 3, I think it actually is because there's so many different... I don't know, I feel like I've got 10 people living in me at any given time. Like, <laughs> is, is she going to be silly? Is she going to be really too serious? Yeah, well, Is she going to be angry? Is she going to be aggy? I don't know. So, like, I feel like having all those different things in there and that it does lean heavily on like a horror subplot as well and there's um, cats in it loads of cats talking cats it's amazing i think that would kind of i think i resonate a lot with that i think alan wake 2 recently as well um i'm trying to fr- phrase this not like incredibly darkly but i feel like that kind of duality of having someone that you know is fighting through loads of dark stuff <laughs> uh, and someone that's uh also like on the other side of it doing um you know solving puzzles and doing cool stuff and and all that sort of thing that's how i like to imagine myself so, <laughs> uh, I, I like that duality between the two things not saying that i'm fighting through loads of darkness but i mean like i love that there's the two sides to it and one like saga is quite silly and bright falls is quite silly and there is a lot of silliness there that's really nice to enjoy even though it's a horror game and then when you go to alan wake side it's very very like intense and dark and spooky and there's all that stuff that i love in there i think it encapsulates the things that i like and also kind of like i I think I have like a personality who I am like that's amplified on camera and I think I'm quite quiet at home so I think having those two going against each other is quite fitting as well yeah. so that's what I would say good answers I think we all answered well yeah well done everyone. well done everyone <laughs> now for the final thank you everybody look at the camera and say th- thank you thank you okay. thank, thank you. you three two one Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Very good. And now we move on to the comments of the week. So let's sing a little song, which I'm very thankful for, and that it, it exists is good. Are we ready? <laughs> okay. It's time. It's time. It's time for comments of the week. Oh, it's so nice when there's four of us. <laughs> it's so much easier so when there's nice. four of us. When yeah. Rob was singing back, I was like, does he know? I know. <laughs> I was like, you're not ready, Rob. He was like, I am ready. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He knows. He knows how to do it. Right. So for this week's comments of the week, collected by the one and only Alex. Thank, Thank you, Alex. you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. We are very thankful for you. Uh, we have one from Peter Penguin from the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Can Dave beat your challenges stream? Who says, hashtag yes, VOD can. squad, hashtag pod squad. pod squad. I love your horrendous content. And What? <laughs> Alex! This is not a thankful comment. I love your horrendous content and accents. Watch every video stream. Keep it up, PS Access. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys have in store for us. Hashtag Christmas maze. I, uh, I think Rob looks confused. I think, Rob, that, that they're being sarcastic because there was someone on the stream who was like, oh, 
this is horrendous. Oh, yeah, I read that out. Oh, yeah, I know. I, oh, I hate these guys' accents. Those British accents. i got to go. I don't know why I've done an accent for them there. So I think that was... I don't think it's the same person. <laughs> just going like, yeah, hi. Uh, pod squad. It's me, yeah, remember? Um, yeah, I hate you guys. Hate you guys. <laughs> Your content's awful. <laughs> Thank you. It was actually a very funny comment. Well done. Thank you, Peter Penguin. <laughs> uh, we've also got one from Crazy Murdoff from the same... Oh, no, from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Rob takes on the new Sandbox campaign. Who uh, says, hashtag VOD Squad, hashtag Pod Squad. Pod squad. Although it's November, I'm feeling very Christmassy. Mm. What are some of the Axis team's fave Christmas video game traditions? I like to start a new backlog game in the week before Christmas. Those trophies are like little presents. <laughs> I... Oh, I feel like I def- it's definitely backlog time at Christmas. I'll definitely go and play something um, that I've been meaning to, that I have time to. I also like to use it as platinum farming time, like a kind of mindless challenges and, and repeating myself. So if there's like something tough that I want to try and get a platinum on, um, I will do it then. I like that. That just feels like just very easy gaming and not really thinking about it a lot. So I like doing that. Mine is definitely like not doing what I plan to do. <laughs> so like yeah I'll be like oh I'm going to yeah I'm going to going to tackle that backlog. I'm going to play that game I haven't played. And then in reality I will just faff about probably probably play a bunch of bits of games and just go oh yeah whoa. like a kid in a sweet shop and not actually manage to do the thing I do which is like I I love the idea of a Christmas game. I subscribe to the idea of a a Christmas game. I have had Christmas games in the past, but if I you know and I will tell you I'm going to have a Christmas game this year, but I know really I will try and won't make enough time for it somehow, and then I'll be sad. Yeah, Christmas is just so busy. It is like, busy. In fact, more than any other time of the year, I find Christmas now to be the most difficult time of the year to play mm. video games because I'm very rarely at home. I'm just yeah. going around visiting all my selfish relatives who decide to live on all the different sides of the country. Yeah. Um, but usually if I do play anything at Christmas, it's often Skyrim with a nice mulled wine and some chocolates and twiglets and you yeah. know, all the Christmas snacks, mince pies, all of that good stuff. Yeah. And the smell of tinsel. Tinsel smells great. Yeah. Just on my tree. and Weirdly, I was picturing lovely. myself then with a Terry's chocolate orange. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I'd love that. Great. It's a whole one. A whole and packet a game. of after eight and nothing to oh, do. I could honestly eights. go for an entire pack yeah. in one go mm. yeah. myself. Have you ever just bitten into a Terry's chocolate orange? No, no. I'd love to. How no. would you do that? I'd break your mouth. Well, you have to have a powerful teeth. I have to have powerful mouth. The I whole... broke a plate, but I've never. I'd... With your mouth? No, with, with a cho- Terry's chocolate orange. Oh my god! I thought <laughs> you meant you bit into a plate. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, you <laughs> tried to break it. the orange apart, and you ended up smashing the plate instead. Yeah, I put the plate. It was like a bowl. <laughs> I put it on my bed, and I thought <laughs> I didn't. I was like, "This will work," and so I just put it, slammed it down right in the middle, and a hole went right through the plate. <laughs> <laughs> a hole. Oh my well, god! Well, like, you know, like it just... I thought you meant like you punched through. That would yeah. be even more impressive. Well, yeah, so the ball was on my bed, so it was a soft surface it was resting on. So that's your problem. I like, yes, that that was probably the problem. So I just put the Terry's chocolate orange on the base of it, and then literally the it was like a little bowl thing. So a circle. But the whole base just came. Up, yeah, the circle. Up. There was just a circle hole in the middle of it now, and I was like, mum, <laughs> <laughs> I need something oh, else for my oranges. <laughs> It's the only time of year I eat Terry's chocolate orange. Don't know why. Why? Why? It's I could have one all. I could have one all year round. I love them. It's just something I not quite them. right about it, though, is there? Like like mince pies. As soon as Christmas is over, I don't want to even look at a mince pie. 
That's because you eat so many. Yeah, you do eat a lot. Yeah, but I reckon, so- I'm going to test this out. I'm going to bring you a mince pie in June if I can find one. Oh God, no! I oh, re- yeah, no. I, I no. reckon I reckon you will have forgotten this conversation. You'd be like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Definitely. I reckon that would happen. We'll see. If I remember, I'll do that. Do it in front of us. I'd I'll like film to see it. As well. Yeah, yeah I've got to see this. Kellen Brandy from the Most Unexpected Scary Moments in Games pod says, in regards to the tattoo chat, simple answer four presenters and four PlayStation buttons. One button for each presenter, maybe on the wrist or something. Great podcast as always. Enjoy these so much. Hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. Does that oh. mean I don't know? Are they saying what, what would we get as a collective? They didn't say what we would get, but like we'd get one each. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, should we quickly decide who we gets which one? I'd like triangle. Oh. You like triangle? I don't yeah. see you as a triangle. I don't see me as a triangle either but I, that's the one I want oh, okay. I'm no, not saying I should get it you're the square it's because it's, it's like your circle you're the square <laughs> I'm not the square you are you're the square <laughs> no. why, why is Dave the square what's the argument because he's got like you know Dave's like got that square energy I think <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at you square I'm triangle yeah you're a square <laughs> triangle I see Rob as a triangle genuinely not even minding you really yeah. why because he's pointy I don't know see it's... I see Rob as the X oh oh god oh. the X <laughs> <laughs> something about that the firm like... button yeah. <laughs> I don't know I just feel like you maybe it is the points <laughs> You don't know how to handle him. Yeah, uh, I'm like, bit, uh, uh, on a triangle. Yeah. Not on you. Don't worry. You're not that pointy. No, you're. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're, I you're pictured Ash as the square, Rob as the X. I did picture you as the triangle, and then I'd be the circle. I see Brilliant. you as a circle because it's like just roly. I'm just roly. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just a circle. Like. The there circle I am. of life. Just a, I'm just a curve, a big constant curve. Uh, luckily, but you see yourself as the as the X. No, I didn't say that. All I said was I see Dave as the square. Oh, who sees? Oh. Who do you? What do I you saw see yourself the X. as? Uh, I don't really know. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. But luckily, we don't have to do this. We no. do. We need, to, <laughs> we need to nail it now. So we've got Rosie as the circle. I like how mine's just easy. Everyone's yeah. just like, yeah, Rosie's the circle. So what do you, when you don't see yourself, but you, you want the triangle. Yeah, I want triangle, yeah. And Rosie said that I could be triangle. So that's... <laughs> it's, well, I think we just go with what she said. Okay. And then X tri- triangle and I'll be the square. You're the square. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Why you're not? the menu button. Yeah. Yeah. Traditionally. Yeah, well... Or but you're punch, also, yeah, the, the attack button. button. The melee button. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, reload. Yeah. Or the reload button. All things I do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or shoot if you play alternate. Yeah. Which you I very do. much are the action button. Oh, well... Thanks, guys. I'm the, I'm the nice. jump button. Yeah. You're the jump yeah. and confirm button. Confirm. Mm. Jump. Rosie, you're back, but also... Um, Go back. Magic, I always think of. Oh! With circle. It's always like the, the spell attack, isn't it? I'm the exciting button, I think. You're also... Triangle's always like... They, you know, you've just described... You're the triangles. look button. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look. Examine. I, or um, just triangles like... the retro back. Back in the day when it was triangle to watch oh, it, it rather than circle. Back. Yeah, you remember that? Nice. Yeah. So triangle used to be the back one. They actually, outdated back. They actually have a meeting, all have a meaning, and I can't remember what they are, the what meanings. But like the square is like the menu button, like Rob said, because it's like a little menu. Circle was confirm. Mm. And X was like back. Yeah. And yeah. triangle, I can't remember what its little... It Point? Had, its little it- kind of thing was. But anyway... 
Okay. Well, I think we've done well there. We've figured yeah. that out. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. We have another comment from Shahafi Sidin who says, hashtag pod squad, pod squad. squad. hashtag VOD squad. Hi guys. Amazing pod as always. This might seem off tangent, but if you guys wouldn't mind, would you guys ask Rob this question for me? Okay. We don't mind asking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ask away. I, I haven't read any of these, so I'm like <laughs> interested to see what's coming. Recently, I was watching your Fall Guys Season 6 video, the famous look at this, and you've caught me touching the precious one. And in that stream, Rob and Ash were talking about how they've been playing Magic the Gathering. And Rob was saying how he would love to play Magic the Gathering on stream. Well, I recently found out that there was going to be a Magic the Gathering times Final Fantasy collaboration slated for release in 2025. <gasps> Does this mean we can look forward to a PlayStation Access Magic the Gathering stream then? Love you guys. Keep up the good work as always. Wow. I forgot you guys. <laughs> had your Magic the Gathering breaks. <laughs> that comment could have just been like the last line. <laughs> um, That's a great response. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. We're a video game channel. Well, maybe a community post if we find a really cool card. Yeah. Well, we've not played Magic the Gathering for ages now. No. Ever, yeah, since I, really had a... ever since I asked for a deck for my Secret Santa present last yeah. year, and whoever got me a Secret Santa was kind enough to buy me one, I've basically just not played any more Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an undefeated champion. Yeah, you, yeah, you, used, my, you used my green deck that time. Yeah. And just I remember that, yeah. You had that Goliath ape or something didn't you and just it was some around. sort of incredible play as i yeah. remember it, it was like it was a very like i saw the matrix but well done <laughs> it was like i understand <laughs> i can see what i need to do i am one with the yeah. goliath ape i just yeah. remember at ash's cat deck, I cat deck. <laughs> and having to i bought a particular deck just so i could beat that cat deck yeah, and he did beat it once and then never played magic again <laughs> <laughs> Just made me feel bad, and then uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, that cat deck is my. It's, it's one of my earliest decks, and it's a bit broken. Like if you get the wrong draw, you just can't have a win with it. But if you get one specific card, then oh my god, it's the best <laughs> deck ever! It's so good, a cat lifelink deck. I've been recently um, buying Baldur's Gate booster cards again though, because uh, mm-hmm. I saw that they had the Baldur's Gate Battle for Baldur's Gate crossover with Dungeons and Dragons. So I was literally just buying them until I got Shadowheart. Got Shadowheart now, everyone. <laughs> got you. Uh, and loads of really cool art cards so I want to make a little a Baldur's Gate deck and, and maybe get back into it so Rob if you want to versus uh, yeah I, I'm always yeah I, I, I'll be up for getting back into some magic there yeah go. there we go there we go then right Two more comments. One from Rocky Joker PL who says hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. Hi guys. Two <gasps> He missed it. <laughs> I love when we were like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) it was like that awkward pause long enough that oh no it's gone (laughs) that happens to me quite a lot like if I haven't said something when I should I just won't say it Yeah, and often that happens to me when people (laughs) say Rob yeah (laughs) <laughs> like, well, it's too long now for me to be like yes <laughs> so the best option is just to not speak to them at all <laughs> I love the idea of you saying yes like after five seconds of walking away yes <laughs> that would be brilliant uh, you should start doing that it's like your thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> squad. Oh. Hey! nice so it says hi guys two weeks ago my daughter was born congratulations! congratulations thank you congratulations I've never been so behind with your content I managed to get my gamer wife hooked on your videos and we love watching you while having lunch we are awaiting this year's Christmas maze they're always a blast love you keep up the good work and never change Aww, Lots of chat so about much. Christmas May. Will there even be a Christmas maze yeah, this year? I don't know. Will there? 
Have you spoken to Robert S. Pearson recently? We chat. (laughs) (laughs) We're all being very secretive. We've already filmed 10 episodes of whatever (gasps) we're doing at Christmas. It's in the can. It's in the can. It's in the can. It's in the can. Not the toilet. For our American listeners. But we would put the lid down if so. Don't hey, start this again. Next comment. This Next comment. Next <laughs> comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one from Cohen Walker who says, hashtag Pots 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 I know it's technically not a main game mechanic, but I think there needs to be a special shout out for the magic effects in Final Fantasy X15, such as snow <laughs> accumulating on the characters when you use X-V. a blizzard spell. <laughs> 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 I just had to think about it. <sighs> XV, yeah. <laughs> so, so, do you not get that with Roman numerals? Though? It's like, I know what they mean, but I have to take a minute. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, probably. If yeah. it's like, even I with- have to take a minute, but I don't read them as XV. Oh. I'll, I'll read it as like 10-5, and then I'm like 15. Oh, yeah, no, it's like XV. With Final Fantasy together. games, <laughs> I don't see the Roman numerals. I just, it's like different. I just see the title. It's like the and shape. Like, I know it by the shape. Oh, my God, really? And I know... Final I'll Fantasy ju- 16 and 14, I get mixed up all the time because of the said shape. Yeah. No, I just... No, for me, I it's Final s- Fantasy uh, 7, 8 and 9. I always have to double... Ch- no, not 9. Sorry, 7 and 8 specifically because I'm like, right, how many lines are there? Yeah. One, two. Okay, so that's 7. 1, 2, 3, that's 8. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what's yeah. the magic effect? Blizz- bl- I said lizard, but it was a blizzard spell. <laughs> when snow accumulates on characters when you use a blizzard spell. And Final Fantasy 15. Yes. Have you experienced this, Rob? Oh, I will have done. Because yeah. I have the platinum trophy for Final Fantasy Fifteen. Whoa, whoa, um, we whoa. That's the trophy <laughs> platinum trophy. Oh, have to strap that in. Um, and yeah, I think I remember. There's like a whole icy bit, and yeah. I love you looking at me. I haven't played Fifteen yet. It's in my my list of ones I need to still play. <laughs> Rob's jaw just tightened. As <laughs> I haven't played it. <laughs> I really want to play it though. I do really want to play it. Well, but I just haven't got. There's been so many video well, you games. Can, you could look forward to the nice ice effects yes. when you do. Well, yeah. thank you for that shout out, kind. We enjoyed it all the same. Thank you. Now we're going to move on to our final section, which is before we go. So, before we go, let's do before we go. All right, it's the final part of the podcast. Let's hear what you've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Ash has come to visit on Thanksgiving. Oh my what goodness. have you all been up to? Oh, you're so big from the last time we've seen you. <laughs> so, Dave, what's been going on on TV? Oh, this is, I, I think this is unfair. Just because I do happen to have a TV show that I would like to talk about, <laughs> it's just a coincidence. I'm not TV boy. You are TV. You are. I'm not. You're, you're always you're watching, watching the something. most TV I'm not Michael TV over here I've been uh, <laughs> I have been watching I was thinking That's why you should be the square Mike TV <laughs> Oh shut up uh, I'm the triangle Because I'm the play button um, Yeah I've been watching A series on Netflix A Korean series Called The Devil's Plan uh, And it's a reality TV show Um I all it, it's like a sequel. I don't know if they're actually related But to me it's kind of like a sequel To another Korean TV show That I also watched on Netflix Which was called the hundred, I think it was called the hundred, and the idea of that was was that the physical hundred. It was the physical hundred. Yeah, yeah. Or 100 literally. Or my yeah. friend was just telling me on the train about both of these shows, and now I know exactly what show you're talking about with the one you're going to. I'm right. like, sorry, I've just had a moment. <laughs> I was like, this TV show that I literally have a whole t- train journey like talking about. So yeah. sorry, carry on. Physical one hundred is um uh like a kind of it's a reality TV show where they take a hundred uh very 
fit people, but they they're like they they're like fit in different. the The idea is like there is all different kinds of fitness and mm. athletes. You know, you, like from a big strong man who can lift a hundred cars to like a sort of you know like really flexible gymnast who can balance on a single toe for <laughs> 10 hours and they were like but what is the ultimate human form and so they devised this uh tv show for a hundred different kinds of amazing athletes to kind of compete so they have rounds and they're all you know they focus on different uh kind of strengths and um whatever uh and i really enjoyed that show it's really and i always watch um foreign language tv shows with the subtitles and the original soundtrack but this one started playing with the english dub and i just fell in love with it instantly i don't know why it's just like it's just quite a funny dub and the mm. thing that they do which i've never seen before is they literally have a thought track for people mm. so sometimes you'll like just they'll just show a guy like watching another person do like some amazing feat and and he won't move his mouth at all and you but you'll hear his thoughts and you go wow he's really amazing <laughs> i'm like how do you know how do they know and they do this all the time it's like wow he could be real competition is that but so this just with the dub version like if you watch the original know. language version would there be no thought I don't know. There it's a great all? question they've just like added in some thoughts it's as a great well. question i don't know but i love and i fell in love with it, with it for that and then really got into like the competition and it is like there are some amazing challenges and people just doing amazing things that made me feel so inadequate like wasted my body i was like oh what am i doing with my, with my it does nothing <laughs> um but that's not the show i've been watching i recommend that as well but i've been watching i think of it as kind of a sequel and it's called the devil's plan and it's like that but for brains Ooh. and it's um yeah, it's different heard. kinds of smart people uh being faced let they all live in a house together and they have these daily challenges where they kind of have to work together sometimes or they have to figure out how to do it and it's you know it's a bit like the traitors in terms of people forming alliances and trust and stuff as well as like these cool puzzles that they're very like in-depth puzzles sometimes they'll take literally sort of five or ten minutes of real tv show time to explain <laughs> the premise of the game that they're going to play um <laughs> like me trying to organize halloween it's a lot, and we yeah, all have exactly. a little thing and we do this <laughs> um but yeah, and it's obviously it's about those games and then it's also about the like relationships and the backstabbing and the people thinking that they're being stabbed in the back as well. It's all very like tense in that in that way. Um, and I'm just really, really enjoying it. And yeah, I, I, I think that if that sounds appealing, you should watch it. If it doesn't, then don't watch it. I don't know why I've said that. That's quite obvious. But like, I think if you think that sounds like something that I, I'd enjoy, you probably will. Mm. Um, and yeah, I've just been, I've been really enjoying it. And I think... I've just been enjoying lots of Korean TV on Netflix, actually, you know, ever since maybe Squid Game is probably the first thing that sort of brought it to my attention. But there's loads of good Korean TV on Netflix. Highly recommend seeking it out. Great horror films as well. Oh, no, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Nah. There's one that's not really a horror film, but always gets lumped in with, with horror movies called The Host, which you probably would like. It's about okay. a big monster that comes out of lake. All right. OK. It's good. All right. I'll give it a go. It's more like a family drama, though. It's good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, fair Fun enough. for the whole family. Monster yeah. coming out of the league. Is anyone else a real flesh human or just me? Um, I was going to say 
Well, I asked Ro. Oh my god, I asked Rosie. Oh, is there anything you want to add on before we go? And she's like, <laughs> I went to my friend's house for tea. Yeah, and I, I, we went, we hosted the Golden Joysticks, Rosie. Oh my god, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's because, like, that's still when it's like, oh, outside of work things and things like that. But of course, yeah, we did the gold, the Golden Joysticks. We presented one award. Yeah, well, we, we presented I, an I award. I like saying we hosted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Troy Baker would argue he hosted it, but like, I do, I think you can say he hosted it. We you hosted it for that a sm- moment. Very small segment you That's did a mean. very important segment though it was playstation game of the year exactly mm-hmm. which was which was strike that was resident <laughs> evil 4 yeah. was last year's one but did you yeah. have a good time yeah i well i'd like to say officially on behalf of rob and i and all the people at playstation i haven't asked them but i'm sure they agree you did you did a really good job oh, oh, thank it was you. Great. Thank you. we we thought that because we were streaming at the time and we thought we were going to miss it and um, we were sending people off to go in. We were on the stream. We were like, right, they should be on now. Go and watch Ash and Rosie present the Golden Joysticks. And people coming back saying, oh, no, they've not done it yet. They've run behind. So we came out and we all gathered around my uh, my desk and Aww, watched you. Uh, yeah, we Aww, did. Yeah, sweet. we watched it. And we uh, genuinely, like, you both did a really fantastic time. It was like funny and professional and lots of energy and like just really good. Okay, so, and Amelia went, we were all in, yeah, I, I honestly laughed. Like, you need to see this. Rosie just walks out and just goes, Woo! Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was great. But uh, yeah, we were all very, and very proud. You didn't stay up there too long. You which, didn't. Which is a, a mistake that lots of people make. Yeah. They get up there. Well, we were getting paranoid on the side because we were standing on the side for. Like, I think that's probably why I went up and went woo because we were just waiting. The anticipation was building. So that's why when we just got on stage, just sort of like, bleh, it just came out as a woo. But we were saying like, oh God, ours is really short compared to everyone else's. Do we need to do something else? It's like, perfect. It's why. So. It's probably why they were running behind. It was really, really good. Like that's, that's what you want to do. Aww. Just, you know, make people go, oh, I enjoyed that. And then you're gone. But that's how you like it. Welcome. That's what we do. We gave a little shimmy when Ian from Capcom came up. He yeah. was very excited. He came up and was like, ah! Yeah, he ran at us like a bat. Honestly, you can't see it on the, uh, on the video because it's so dark from where he comes from. But like he comes out the crowd with his arms going. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, oh. I loved it. I put yeah. my arms like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Rosie and Ian, obviously with all the Capcom stuff, you guys are like pals. I was like, who's this man? <laughs> <laughs> but it was very funny. Um, we have pictures with him as well which was nice oh, yeah. Good. but yeah that was it was really fun it was really good and being able to give Resident Evil 4 an award is obviously it's just always a great game I was so happy yeah. every time that. we've done it it's been a great game yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's really nice but yeah Rosie also went to a friend's house for tea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest Rosie I'm less interested in that <laughs> why? Um, oh god I didn't expect that <laughs> oh. that's like that's like saying not interested in my double compartment bin day uh, yeah like, okay I'm sorry I've been foolish <laughs> you've uh, been I've foolish. been foolish I want to hear about Rob going to see Uncanny Live I do yeah that's I was going to well. say yeah yeah well I, I went and it was good it was really good what is the, the energy you, lo- you, would, you love Uncanny yeah I this do is where you, you you told so many people about it on this very podcast yeah. it was it was great. I thought it was just going to be a live edition of the podcast, but it was much more than that. It was like a big theatrical production. They had Ooh. Danny Robbins' shed, um, and they just did lots of cool things with it. Like, they brought out the experts. So Evelyn Hollow came out and Chris French. So it wasn't Kieran O'Keefe at Bath, which I was a bit sad about. Yeah. Because I wanted Kieran O'Keefe. I wanted, you know, you wanted the main team. You want yeah. Kieran O'Keefe and Evelyn Hollow. Yeah. Um, but they just did lots of cool things where they'd tell a bit of a story and they'd have lighting effects and sound effects and 
they'd be taught Danny Robbins would be talking about oh and she saw a ghostly figure walking down the hall and just a shadow of a figure would would be projected onto the the set behind him and yeah and he'd be there was one bit where he was like on her favorite toy when she was a child was this toy train and he was playing with this toy train on stage and then he'd walk across the other side of the stage and he was like and one day the toy train just moved by itself and the toy train on the stage started moving by itself and it was just loads of cool. cool stuff like that like props just like all of a sudden flying across the stage and you know big scream jump scares and all that kind was of thing were you jump scared very close to being bah! jump scared oh, oh, very close. Yeah. wait a minute I'll do it in five seconds uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no I, I enjoyed did that work sorry did that work sorry did what work did you have an internal flinch an internal flinch yeah at my jump scare no oh carry on no no I'm quite resilient to jump scares I've told you this don't make this a thing I've told you this you know this Uh, but it was a great time and at the end everyone had their copies of the uncanny book and was queuing up to get a photo with Danny Robbins and I was going to but the queue was really really long Um, (laughs) so I didn't and I now regret it a little bit you've got to go fast with them things when it ends you've got to go well I was I was sitting right at the front, mm. so I was one of the last out. So oh. by the time I got into the, the foyer, the queue was already really long. So it's a whole theatre. Um, yeah. And I had to I had to get back home. But yeah, I, I regret not waiting because I'd have loved a little photo. With, I'm yeah. sure they will be back again, to be honest, because yeah, like, this maybe. has been a massive tour and it's been sold out. Yeah. They're still doing it now, it's still ongoing. Yeah, I would love to go and see it maybe if it's anywhere around the midlands at some point i think i would go back for that but i should have gone i should have gone to the bath one and i thought you know what i'll let rob tell me about it uh-huh. and now i'm like he i should have just gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, there were some good stories they were talking about um some local ghost stories as well mm. uh the garrick's head and the theater royal both places that we know of in bath apparently both haunted yeah by a gray lady oh. potentially <gasps> the same gray lady because these the garrick's head and the theater royal are literally right next door to each other <gasps> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one yeah. You need to breathe out yeah. now. <laughs> a, the, the audience were also telling a story about this place near Bath called Sally in the Woods or Sally of the Woods or something. Uh, yeah. And apparently there's like a, a disproportionate amount of um, Sally's car accidents. <laughs> <laughs> of, of car accidents there. Because when people are driving through. Oh, you silly Sally. Quite a lot of people <laughs> report seeing like a woman in their rear view mirror, like Ooh. all of a sudden, and Ooh. it makes people swerve. Oh, on. you've just reminded me of a great ghost story in Bath that I heard from somebody I actually know. Oh, Do we have time for it? No, but let's hear it anyway. Okay, so she was driving late one night and um, suddenly saw this man in the middle of the road and he was dr- dressed a particular way. I'm not going to do a good job of this story, I realise. And she, she swerved around him and there was like a lorry behind. and Behind her? Behind her. And the lorry just just went straight through him. And she was like, oh, my God, I think that lorry's hit that guy. And she drove home and she and she was like, "Did was it, you know. She drove one, home. Well, I think she was very close to home. Yeah. And she was like freaked out. And she said to her boyfriend, like, I, I, I think uh, I think I just saw a man get hit by a lorry. And we've yeah. got to go back and see. And so they drove back. And it was like, you know, dead of night. And they could just find nothing. The mm. lorry obviously wasn't there. There was no sign of uh, oh. anyone or anything and she didn't think too much about it and then um she i think like weeks later or sometime later she got on the train to london mm. at paddington and uh she got out and she saw this guy and it was a statue mm. of this guy and 
it was him because he was dressed the way this guy had been dressed and it was a statue to um, commemorate the lost lives in making the railway mm. and you know many people died in just like tunneling and stuff in accidents and she looked into the history of it and she realized that there had been a tunneling accident where she'd seen this guy on the road Whoa. dressed in that way oh that's my a God. great i love stories like this yeah that's wild there you wow go. yeah <sighs> Thanks, my. The person who told you that story were they the person who was in the car? Yeah, it was her story. She oh, wow. she's told me that. She story. should tell Danny Robbins that. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> episode really of Uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who needs that Uncanny when you've got the PlayStation Access podcast? Yeah. Well, let's yeah. let's divide up into skeptics and believers right now and debate what the explanations could be. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Good Would one, you be it? a skeptic or a believer? I'm always a skeptic, but I, I, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a skeptic who is fascinated who by believes. the stories. <laughs> yeah. I believe in a third way. <laughs> I'm not like a skeptic, like secret boss, who's like, "Oh, they're just making it up." Right. I don't believe that at no, all. No. Um, anyway, let's not get into this now. <laughs> skeptic or believer? Oh, I'm a skeptic. I am a skeptic who believes. Yeah. Skeptic who believe or believer? I don't know. I'd probably say believer. Oh, team bikini Ooh. believer. Oh. <laughs> right. We're going to have to end it there because I believe this podcast is ending. I'm getting a sense coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for watching, for listening. Don't forget to give us a like on your podcast platforms or on YouTube if you're watching on there. We'll see you again in two weeks with another fresh, hot episode of the PlayStation Access podcast. See ya. Bye.